Everyone, welcome back to another episode. As we continue on this theme of how you can scale your business to a million plus, these are the key factors that I think. So for me, it's not to get stuck on a vision. As a business owner, yes, you need a vision. You need to understand where you're going to go. But what you'll find within the first few years, especially in the first five years, is that your business will take its own flow. It will follow its own pattern. And what you'll find is things will start to work and you'll want to push more in that direction. And you'll probably want to pull away from the things that aren't working. I, for one, had a vision at the beginning and it is nowhere near where I am right now. In fact, short-term rentals wasn't even in the vision when I first started out, but then I realized it was a good service. I realized that we could make some good money from it. And I realized that also we could rinse and repeat the model over and over again in multiple different locations worldwide and it works. So I did more of that. I, I, I allowed that vision to sort of change. I was flexible in what I was initially setting out to do. And I think that's the main thing. Don't get so stuck in your way that it actually prevents you taking on a different avenue. So for example, you know, when I first started in this game, I very much thought I'm going to do buy, refurbish, refinance, and I am also going to have tenants, and I'm gonna build my portfolio for my pension fund to maybe five, 10 properties. That would give me around three to four grand a month. Happy days, that will do. I quickly pivoted and realized there was a massive opportunity in the short-term rental game that I could earn three to four times more money each and every month, that I could actually move a hell of a lot quicker using that strategy through the rental arbitrage or rent-to-rent -rent strategy as it's known in the UK, and I could add hundreds of properties into my portfolio and ultimately make tens, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds in terms of cash flow each and every month. That for me was worth following. That's where my vision changed. I followed the flow of that vision and I continued to push in that direction. You know, coming back to kind of the first point that we talked about, about understanding what your profitable products and services are to make sure that you're not wasting time and effort going down the wrong rabbit hole and maybe expending a lot of time for something that isn't as profitable as say a service that works. I've done this, I had, you know, the whole, you need seven revenue streams to be a millionaire, all that sort of stuff, you know, and you start thinking, right, I need to find seven different services or products to sell. That's not necessarily the case. I feel, you know, again, as I said in episode number one of this series that, I have three main products, which is, you know, rental arbitrage, buying assets and managing for other people and putting them all on the short-term rental strategy. They're my three core products. I've got rid of pretty much everything else to do with the businesses that we used to do, service, uh, servicing, maintenance, cleaning, linen. We used to do all these other furniture setups, things like that, and it just wasn't profitable enough. So we cut those departments out and we focused on the core products and that has allowed the business to scale much quicker because we we know what works, we know how to do it, we're very efficient in it, and it's rinse and repeat. And so the main message is, you know, don't get stuck on something and just flog it and flog it and flog it if it's not working. Or even if it is working, be open to trying a few new different things. You know, I've tried development, I do BRR, I've tried, you know, lease options, all this sort of stuff. But for me, it boils down to the fact that I think buying assets and using them as short-term rentals, doing a lot of rental arbitrage and doing them as short-term rentals, and managing for other people's businesses, other landlords that want to get involved in short-term rentals, but they don't necessarily have the experience or they don't really wanna have the, or have the time or they don't wanna have the hassle 
of actually putting it all together, then we, we offer a service for them. And, but that fits very nicely with the model that we've got going already for our owned and rented stock. So it complements and we just bolt it on. That works great for me. Now that might not work great for everybody else, but that does work great for me. So we're just doing a lot more of that. Business is an ever-changing game. You know, we, we always get thrown a curveball. We recently had one with COVID. We've got to be adaptable. We've got to look how we can change, and but always have a focus on what your core product is. You don't want to be dancing around trying this, trying that, trying that, and not really understanding what's working for you, where your time should be invested, and where you're making the most money. As always, this episode is sponsored by IPRAC, and don't forget to check out the Luke Stays franchise if you haven't already, as we're continuing to scale worldwide, and I would love any partners listening from anywhere in the world to reach out to us and open a franchise on behalf of the Luke Stays franchise. Speak soon.